0: Greetings. Welcome. Bienvenidos. Hola. Aloha. Ni hao. Namaste. Konnichiwa. Bonjour. Bonjour. So, Guten Tag. Ciao. Wivi, viva. Cat bang. Half a day. Jai Janendra. Privyet. Salam. Shalom. Peace. Now. Go vegan. Peace. How? Go vegan. As we pray for peace, world peace, and peace among toilet paper shoppers around the world. There is some irony in what are considered essential businesses and services, don't you think? I mean, um, I mean other than Go, Go Vegan Radio, of course, which is so essential to the uh, um, cause of animals and human health and, and environmental sustainability. Go Vegan Radio, so essential to uh, saving the planet um you get information here that you don't get any place else so please when you do get that socialist payment from the government for your business or for you for you personally take some of it and give what you can by way of donation at goveganradio.com you can find the donation button there and then take some of it and use it for takeout at your local vegan restaurants who Definitely need our support. Let's keep these community treasures in business. Please support your local vegan restaurants. Um, A big shout-out to Vegetarian House in San Jose, which has been so supportive of this show over the years. Vegetarianhouse.com. Vegetarian House is at 520 East Santa Clara Street. So you can go to the website, order online, pay online, and uh, stop by and pick it up. There's also delivery available. They're doing home meals. You know, so you pretty much get the meal prepared and you just fix it up at home when you get it there. Or the complete meals. Um, also organic, um, organic groceries are available from Vegetarian House, which is a 100% vegan organic restaurant. And uh, we did an interview with Sonny. Sonny Muller, last episode was it, so a really good talk about that, and I do want to give a big shout out to Stuff I Eat, which is a restaurant that we've loved over the years in Englewood. I know it's being affected by what's going on now, but it is open for takeout, so check out Stuff I Eat on the internet and say hi to Babette when you go over there. Please do support your local vegan restaurants. Um, loving Hut, if you have a Loving Hut near you, or Veggie Grill, um, if they're open, please uh, get takeout or delivery from them, and let's keep them in business. They are so essential, as essential as Go Vegan Radio, and, and grocery stores, and liquor stores, and uh, pot stores, and, uh, well, of course, now there are the gun stores, Um some of them were closed, but now people, you know, governors are recognizing that people have to uh, protect their toilet paper. So, um, you know, the gun stores are considered essential now also. Um, and, uh, all of these, I would say your local vegan restaurants, go vegan radio, grocery stores, liquor stores, pot stores, and uh, toilet paper protection stores, um, are all certainly more essential than slaughterhouses, which for some inexplicable reason are classified as essential also. So apparently we have to keep those animal disassembly lines going, you know. So, uh, all right. Um, I don't know what the the point of that is. But, yeah, uh, slaughterhouses are essential. You know, just to make sure that there's someone more miserable, more frightened than humans um, who are certainly miserable and frightened by the coronavirus pandemic. And of course, uh, our highest uh, employment priority uh, is those in the most miserable job in society, slaughterhouse worker, horrible job big turnover biggest turnover in business but you know we gotta gotta keep that disassembly line going you know it's uh but it is it's, it's a comforting thought that no matter how terrible things get for us there's always someone who has it worse uh those harmless innocent animals who become food and clothing uh for whom you know the, the death rate is way worse than that of uh the coronavirus, I mean, for the animals, the death rate is 100%. Um, the animals never get a break, do they? Uh, I mean, of course they would if, if the symptoms of all animal eating diseases were accelerated, you know, as with this pandemic, if the diseases of uh, animal eating were immediate, if, if, if the symptoms were immediate. If the results were immediate, well, you know, I mean, then, you know, I mean, every, every, every day we would, in that case, we would see a, a presidential press conference every day with the heart disease, cancer, stroke, and diabetes task force. Um, so yeah, if, if directly after eating that burger or bacon or wings or dairy, um, you had an immediate response, an immediate chest pain or cardiac arrest, or a big tumor popped out of your uh body somewhere um yeah we'd be we'd be wearing face masks to prevent meat dairy fish, and eggs from uh, uh you know um, invading our bodies basically, but alas it is a cumulative effect um how dare all those people occupy um those uh, huge hospital the, the, you know all all those hospital beds how how dare those people with uh cancer heart disease stroke diabetes how dare they occupy the hospital beds uh when we you know with with their meat eating diseases uh when we need to make room for the new uh, instantaneous meat eating uh, Uh, disease victims, COVID-19, and yes, it is a meat-eater-caused disease traced to the disgusting wet markets, those meat markets in China. Um, By the way, it uh, seems that uh, people with uh, diabetes are more susceptible to bad results when infected by the coronavirus. Uh, Apparently, diabetes... uh, uh, is, is a problem, and people are having worse results if if they're the ones infected. Uh, although, apparently, diabetes can be cured within weeks, so maybe uh, you ought to take me up on it. How, you ask? Well, I urge you to go to the archives at GoVeganRadio.com. A few episodes ago, we had an amazing interview with John Tanner, Uh where we learned about healing diabetes within weeks. Um, and this isn't voodoo. This is like uh, based on studies, based on real studies. And uh, so there's a lot of interesting information on that show about health. It is a very comprehensive talk with John Tanner. So please check that out. You'll learn a lot, you know, about everything from diabetes to uh you know, to, to stents, stents. We'll make some sense of the stents. Um, and, you know, in this country on the political scene, apparently we have trouble affording health care. Of course, we don't have trouble affording uh, all the military weapons and all of that, but we have trouble affording health care. And, you know, wh- what we really can't afford is for people to continue to eat meat dairy fish and eggs uh we had T Colin Campbell on go vegan radio with Bob Linden um estimating in an interview long ago so you, again go to the archives at goveganradio.com and look for T Colin Campbell we had numerous interviews with him and uh and I need to go to the archives too because I always forget if he said um 80% of fatal degenerative disease is um caused by animal protein and not much of it or did he say 90% of fatal degenerative disease in humans is caused by animal protein and not much of it Um, well imagine the savings in the health care system if we eliminated 80 or 90% of the costs of those fatal degenerative diseases Uh, remember also on the show, uh, Caldwell Esselstyn, M.D., author of Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease, said, no one has to get heart disease. It's, it's, a, it, it's a disease that basically comes from eating animals and dairy. So uh, why is the slaughterhouse essential again? I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting. You know, but uh, I don't know. Call me a conspiracy theorist or a cow conspiracy theorist. Um, but, uh, meat and dairy industry seem to be the, uh, greatest conspiracy against humans ever. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh-oh. Well, okay. Well, I wasn't like Joe Biden. I coughed onto my sleeve, not, not onto my, uh, not onto my hand there. That's not a symptom. Don't worry. I'm not getting tested. Um, oh, and, uh. A couple of other conspiracies. It seems that officials are vehemently denying that the coronavirus escaped from bio warfare labs not too far from the Wuhan um, wet markets. Um, those denials are so strong that it you know, makes me wonder. Um, also, there's talk about the uh, impact of 5g technology on the immune system and how it relates to the, uh, COVID-19. Um, as it, uh, turns out Wuhan and other areas around the world with heavy outbreaks are also heavy on 5g, uh, technology outbreaks, apparently. Um, you know, I'll take a look at that. I, I there's an article I came across and, uh, I will, uh, talk to you about that a little later in the program, um, after we talk today to, uh, MD, president of the International Fund for Africa, who has spoken extensively on zoonotic disease, the diseases that, uh, disease that jumps from other animals to humans, um, and holy cow, are there lots of them, um ah yeah it would be nice to go back to uh the uh pre-coronavirus days uh when all we had to worry about was uh climate change uh wiping out all of humanity um so you know which of course climate change is another animal and dairy eating uh well environmental disease global disease uh uh, an infection of uh, an ecological infection, basically. So uh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe just, you know, to, to reminisce just like the good old days, I'll go over a little uh, environmental information, some, some important climate change, climate crisis info later in the show. Um, so that'll be after we talk to Antenna Roba. Um, yeah, I think maybe a little a little refresher course on also you know like we're forgetting about the the climate and no a green new deal i don't believe is uh, the solution um a green new meal might be um anyway i don't know i'm just uh i'm rambling and uh, what what else do you have to do but listen to me ramble right you're isolated quarantined um and, and you know, how many Joe Rogan shows can you watch, you know, in the course of a day or two? I mean, that's YouTube just keeps throwing whatever I watch, after whatever it is I select, it gives me a Joe Rogan show. And really, I, I, I don't really need to hear about a bow hunter who, you know, sucks on uh, bone marrow. And uh, although I don't want to be too insulting in case someday, I don't know maybe I can get on his show, but he's, he's not very pro-vegan, um, and, uh, you know, just, I don't know, all right, let me not be too insulting of Joe Rogan, so let me say, like, what, what a fine, what a fine comedian he is, right, if I, you know, so, um, has he ever said anything funny on his show? Um, now, he's, he's mentioned that he's a comedian, and I guess he's appeared places, you know, As a comedian, so but is he funny? Um, I'm sure he is. I'm I'm sure he's a fine comedian, and someday I look forward to uh, to being on his show. Um, So anyway, here I am. Your alternative to to anything else, to Joe Rogan or whatever, whatever. I mean, isn't it amazing? How did life change so so in in the blink of an eye that? you know, now I, I regard going shopping for tofu and broccoli. I regard that as, as really risking my life. You know, I, I feel, you know, that last step before I go into a supermarket, you know, I, I may as well be bungee jumping. You know, I may as well be jumping off a cliff with a bungee cord on me or without a bungee cord. I mean, that's kind of the way I feel going, going into the supermarket. Um, you know, I mean, I, uh, I go, I go into Safeway or Whole Foods or uh, Trader Joe's or else. You know, I go into them na- wearing a mask. I mean, it's uh, um, and so what if it is the, the mask for my uh, Batman Halloween costume? Huh? I mean, uh, considering that the coronavirus uh, was caused by bats, um, bat soup, Apparently, they were eating bat soup that wonderful delicacy in china and they uh they're tracing the virus back to bats bat soup isn't that disgusting? I mean that's like as disgusting as chicken soup um so I go into the stores I'm always wearing a mask now I don't know it it kind of makes me feel like like I'm a criminal, you know or um a l f the animal liberation front um I don't know. That's just how it makes me feel. So, of course, you know, I go into the store and I urinate on all the meat in the deli case, Um, you know, but only on the days of the week where the mask makes me feel like I'm ALF, you know, and and on the days uh, that the mask makes me feel like a criminal, well... I simply robbed the Wells Fargo branch that's in the supermarket. I mean, how would they find me anyway? What's it with a description? uh, It was some guy, you know, wearing a mask. Find him, find him. Well, everybody in the store is wearing a mask. So anyway. Now, if they manage to narrow down the description to a guy with a a vegan baseball cap and a vegan T-shirt carrying daisy the vegan chihuahua love of his life um, well then if they narrow it down to that you know something i i still think that i'm safe you know because whoever's you know whatever detective or security is jotting down the information they'll think uh, that the witnesses are confusing uh, the bank robber with the guy who urinated on all the meat in the deli case the the day before um, so anyway um, and if you think the idea of uh, extra urine on your meat is disgusting, well, consider <laughs> consider what's on your meat, uh, you know, right from the start. I mean, uh, a little number one added to your number two. Um, and, you know, they, they really can't keep poop off of meat. Um, it's kind of like... Uh, you know, A, B, C, D, E. coli, uh, fecal sprinkles are a normal part of doing business, um, for the slaughter industry, for the meat industry, E. coli, yep, let's see, um, you know, your meat can be covered with, uh, you know, who knows, who knows what pathogens, what bacteria, right? I mean, uh, not that I want to start, uh, Listeria hysteria right now while we have, uh, the hysteria of the day the uh, covid-19 oh, but maybe i do maybe i do want to start that you know and uh, you know a little a little hysteria hysteria you know let's uh take our minds off one hysteria for the other and you know eggs and, and eggs don't have an umbrella when it comes to salmonella you know so you know that's another uh, you know anyway <laughs> Uh, am I getting delirious from being in isolation? Um, you tell me, uh, you know, I, I, I am, I'm continuing to work at home. You know, I'm trying to stay busy I'm, you know, trying to come up with the next big invention specifically created, um, for, uh, for these times, you know, you want to cash in. On a good crisis, I'm told. So, yeah, so I, I am. I'm still working on the edible, reusable toilet paper hand sanitizer. And I am working on the toilet paper availability store locator app. And I uh, haven't quite, you know, come up with you know, the prototypes yet. I'm, I'm working on it, you know, using the 3D printer. Um and uh, also, I'm uh, the busy inventor that I am. Uh, I can't believe, you know, I, I I went to Stuyvesant, the best math and science high school in New York City, in the late 1960s. Yet, I did not invent the internet, and I'm really embarrassed about that. So now I'm working on um, something equally important. Um, A six-foot radius individual surrounded digital force field so that basically anyone who gets within six feet of you, he or she gets zapped. Um, You know, just a little electric shock. Uh, Don't tase me, bro. Don't tase me, bro. Okay, anyway. Me bro, uh, roba is coming next, and as I mentioned later in the show, uh, we will remember there will be uh, threats to our uh, lives from climate change. Uh, you know, after we get over the coronavirus, so we'll uh, we'll do some reminiscing on that. Um, also, 5G, 5G. So, uh, is it related to the coronavirus? We see Woody Harrelson and uh, other celebrities just raising questions about that. Um, And uh, there are people in the UK who are burning down uh, the uh, 5G towers. Somebody's taking it seriously. The British government uh, is sanctioning um, media that talk about potential relationship between 5G and the coronavirus. So, um, I've come across an interesting article, so that's uh, that's for later in the show. And uh, so as I said, we have uh, Dr. Antenna Roba coming up next. And uh, please uh if uh if you do have uh any any money left, uh if you're one of the people hoarding and selling uh masks or uh, ventilators or hand sanitizer, um, and you do have some money, we would greatly appreciate a donation. You can go to uh, GoVeganRadio.com, GoVeganRadio.com, find the donation button there. We're an educational 501c3 nonprofit. Uh, on Facebook, uh, you can find us at Radio with Bob Linden and at Twitter at Radio. on Facebook, go vegan radio with Bob Linden. Where did I hear that before? Oh, just now I said that that this is go vegan radio with Bob Linden and on Twitter at go vegan radio and uh I'm just multitasking here for a second. Daisy is finishing off her bowl of evolution dog food. I had to assure her that there there were no civet cats or bats or pangolins in evolution and there never are you never know what you're getting with your commercial so-called pet food so she likes it when i hold the bowl in a certain position here for her the little princess good girl okay all right we continue on our radio program which we started back in 2001 and at that time somebody said to me well after two or three weeks what will you have to discuss and here 19 years later it's still a show about everything um, i note that this morning the vice president of the united states uh, said please still donate donate to uh, nonprofit organizations who are doing the work that needs to be done during this pandemic. And if anybody is doing the work, it's Go Vegan Radio reminding you, or maybe not even reminding you, maybe telling you for the first time that once again, this is another meat eater's disease. It's a another fine mess into which meat eaters have gotten us. And I'm not just saying that because... I don't want to end the sentence with a preposition. I'm saying it because it's the truth. And if you don't believe me, maybe you'll believe one of our favorite medical doctors returning to the program, Dr. Antenna Roba, uh, who is the president of the International Fund for Africa, Antenna Roba, MD. He would probably say, well, while you're isolated and by yourself, why not read Africa and her animals, which is a book that he has uh, edited that you might find enjoyable while you're quarantined self quarantined so how are you today dr roba good i'm I'm
1: doing good how are you
0: Bob? good doing fine we're we're isolated alone self quarantined and uh just uh but In you're not time. alone.
1: You've your dog.
0: All right. Yeah. We have we have dogs and cats everywhere. So, uh we're we're not alone. So, um, I'm yep. with my I'm with my favorite people actually. So, that, <laughs> that that's all. You awful. got dogs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um here we are again with, you know, I know that at times people are referring to this virus as a a Chinese virus. And then, you know, when uh, President Trump is asked, why is he saying that? He says that, well, that's the source of the virus. And very often um, outbreaks are identified by the places where they uh, originate. And so I thought, you know, let's take it one step further and be really honest and say that, uh, well, then this is the meat eaters virus uh and as most diseases we can trace it back to uh meat eating and uh but by the way I, I i don't know that the world should be so surprised that a virus would actually go viral uh isn't that what they do <laughs> <laughs> yep sure That's do what they do and well well i wonder if back in medical school or even now, you could give us an idea, like, really, what what is a virus? I mean, we, we, we're afraid of something we can't see. Um, what, what actually is a virus?
1: Well, it's a microscopic organism that, that uh, attacks, um, you know, uh, human beings, uh, goes into <clears throat> the uh, body and uh, multiplies and causes damage on a cellular level
0: hmm. and uh not just humans but uh, other animals too and right? oh
1: absolutely absolutely yeah but <laughs> uh but but what we're we're talking about here is you know um viruses attack human beings mostly
0: mm mm-hmm. um but of uh, animal origin, right? Uh, viruses that jumped from animals yep. to, to humans. And uh, you gave a talk on this, right? And I, I've been standing in front of the mirror for the last 24 hours trying to pronounce zoonotic correctly. Did I get it? Am I close? Yep. Yep. It's zoonosis. It, it is uh,
1: infectious diseases caused by bacteria, and viruses, Or parasites that spread from non-human animals to human animals.
0: And And yes,
1: I did give a talk. talk, Yes, yes, I did give a talk at the second uh, African Animal Welfare Congress conference in Nairobi, Kenya, a year and a half ago. Mm
0: -hmm. So this this isn't the first, and it may not be the last. And I don't know this looks like this one seems like it's a warning from uh, mother nature mother earth that uh, we're we're doing something wrong here
1: yeah yeah i you are so right so my view is that these infections these viral infections that are are transmitted from animals to human beings are progressively getting more Uh, severe and more widespread and eventually whether it's one or two more pandemics it will uh, be uh, so severe that it may uh, be the end of human life as we know it. That's scary
0: Um, scary but yeah well
1: I mean yeah I mean if you look at the last couple of viral pandemics or epidemics they were they were severe don't get me wrong they were they were bad bad but they didn't kill as many people they didn't infect as many people um you know their mortality rate may have been uh higher in some cases but they didn't infect enough people to cause a high mortality rate but this infection is very contagious and you know uh, the NIH uh, infectious disease, uh, uh, you know, uh, guru keeps saying it's one, you know, it's ten times worse than uh, the influenza. But at this point, at least in the United States, and even in the rest of the world, no, actually, it's not the United States, but the rest all, all over the planet, the um, mortality. Mortality rate is around 14 to 15 percent. Now, of course, I'm sure it'll come down eventually, but but the the fact is is uh, people who otherwise should shouldn't be dying, young people, um, and pe- and people with normal immune systems are are dying, and it's attacking the in the lungs, and it's causing damage even even after they get better. So this is a, a much more serious infectious disease than we've seen in the past even though SARS was you know a bad one but the number of patients being affected is what's so scary about this and i think i think um the next pandemic or the one after that may uh, be even a lot worse and may uh, be the, the last one we ever deal with
0: and and why is it worse like what what makes it more dangerous to us each time, or you know, what, you know, what's, why is this one so bad compared to others, which were bad, just, bad it's, too. It's, the others, the other, the others were killers also, right? We have SARS no, yeah, and bird yeah. flu and swine flu, and right.
1: But there, but, but, but I think, I think the interaction between human beings and animals is getting so intricate and so. Um, you know, so intense and so so uh, often that these vi- these viruses are mutating and are getting better at at resisting, you know, uh, all the things that we
0: throw at them.
1: So, and they, they're so just they keep changing. So, we,
0: so so we we chase after treatments or cures, but the the viruses are are smart. They're ahead of us and they keep changing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, and
1: and it's good. It's going to get up to a point where the viruses that we will, we will deal with in the future will, will you know, will not respond to any of the treatments that we are throwing at them. And I think um, it's I, I honestly, I know I, I know I don't I don't want to sound all superstitious or anything, but, you know, I, I deal with sci- scientific facts. That's my training. But I but I can't help. But look at the spiritual angle of this: is that we are abusing the planet so much. We, meaning human beings, are abusing animals and the human and and the planet so badly that Earth, Mother Earth is finally saying, you know what, I'm I've had enough of you of you guys, and you know I'm going to deal with you. And I think uh, um, you know Mother Earth is going to finally finally find. A virus that will will attack us that will be the end of us, and I know it sounds like hogus pockets but but i I truly believe this
0: well, wow. so that that that's how bad eating meat, dairy, fish, and eggs is that's it's just so wrong that and and actually, we're talking about this now and ignoring. The heart disease, cancer, stroke, diabetes, all of those other diseases that have been killing millions of people over the years already, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. But but keep in mind, uh, 75% of all, Im- all emerging infectious diseases are zoonotic in origin. So they come from from us interacting with animals. And I mean, there are tons of them. So, you know, we're we're talking about these fancy diseases like, you know, uh, coronavirus and SARS and MERS and this and and that and the other. But but all the old diseases that have been around forever, anthrax, Q fever, toxoplasmosis, listeriosis, rabies, uh, mad cow disease, all of these, they're all... all animal-based diseases, all of them, all of, all of them. And so, you know, now we're dealing, dealing with these fancy ones that are causing, mass, mass, you know, major problems, but there are so many other diseases that have been around for, for de- decades and for centuries that have been causing, you know, death, death and destruction and, and more suffering because, because, because we as humans can't lay off animals and and we we need we're we're you know we're we're causing a lot of distress and suffering and we in turn suffer from the consequences of what we do
0: so to uh to heed the warning the real action that people must take would be to go vegan i believe you are saying like what that we have to go vegan yesterday really to to address all of this and i the way i'm looking at it is that uh You know, people everywhere are wearing masks and, uh, you know, trying to keep themselves safe. But really, when they're around meat, dairy, fish and eggs or in their, or if they're in uh, uh, McDevils or Murder King or Wendy's or Kills Jr. or Jack the Ripper in a box or, you know, a slash food restaurant, that's when they should have on the mask over their mouths. So they're not ingesting animals, their body parts, their secretions and this really has to be done now because, you know, who's to say that when things seem to clear up and we feel safe again, that another one doesn't come, come around the next day or tomorrow, right? There's no, no guess, safe it's, timetable. It's
1: not, it, but Bob, it's not that it, 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 it's, it, it may or may not come. It will. It's a, it's, it's, it, is, it is, you know, a mathematical certainty that it will happen. OK, so I mean, just just to give you an idea, the bubonic plague plague comes from rabbits and rodents, it's uh, Jacobs disease, mad cow disease, bovine spongiform encephalopathy comes from cows. The Spanish flu that was recorded in the, in the US and originated in China, which infected 500 million people and killed 50 million, was, is a bird flu, uh, Asian flu. Asian flu 1957 to 58 from birds, it, uh, death toll is 1.1 million, 116,000 in the United States. AIDS, 1981 to present, chimpanzees uh, that were infected, that uh, human beings ate in West Africa, death toll of 35 million. H1, H1N1 swine flu, 2009 to 2010, originated in Mexico and is because we were eating pigs. It infected 1.4 billion people and killed 574,400 people. Uh, It affected people mostly younger than 65. Ebola virus, West West Africa, 2014-2016, comes from bats, killed 11,000 people. MERS, Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, uh, 36% mortality rate. Started in 2012 in Saudi Arabia. Guess what? Eating camels, SARS, severe acute respiratory syndrome, 2002 to 2003, 9,000 deaths, uh, a little less than 10% mortality with 9,000 people infected. Again, exotic animals in China, mostly what they call palm civets. And uh, it goes on and on and on. And now, coronavirus. From the wet market in uh, in uh, uh, Wuhan, China, most likely uh, civets and bats. So it's just nonstop. Animals, animals, animals are the source, and you know it's, this is this this is going to continue if if we do not stop torturing and killing and maiming and destroying and consuming animals. Period.
0: Well, so the, uh, the prescription is really dire that we we all need to go vegan now. We really, I don't know, I, we 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 can't tolerate uh, the production and sale, consumption of meat, dairy, fish and eggs at this point. Now it's really, you know, it's apparently from what you're saying, it's been a matter of life and death and, and, and a lot of death over time. Now it's getting worse. And so the only solution is going vegan i mean like we i don't think we can emphasize that enough right now you know when and you're telling us it's it's the, the source is always uh animals here and you know like you said right now they're talking about these uh these wet markets uh in uh Wuhan where um and i i don't know if wet refers to well you know the all the animals are stacked in cages and you know everything that's wet. You know, from excrement, blood, piss, and pus is flowing to all the animals, and and uh, uh, then they they've increased uh, the the trade of these of wild animals in these markets, and uh, meaning more animals, more chances of there being viruses from them. You know?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. That's 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 the that's the cru- the crux of the problem it's and you know and the way they they treat them and the way they're uh, abused and mistreated um, you know the, the, so basically what what what's happening is you know you you don't have you you know the people that are consuming these animals especially in these these wet markets are not not healthy animals because what happens is they're so, abused and they're caged and mistreated and and they're cramped with different animals for you know with you know coming from different, different areas and different places that different species to cramped in the same area that are scared to death they're, they 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 respond like human beings to stress and their and their immune system is shot and they get sick and then once they're sick, we consume them and whatever disease they're dealing with is transmitted to us. So it's not only just the the viruses, but every other crap that they deal with is transmitted to us because they are not uh, healthy uh, you know, animals that we're consuming. They're, they're stressed, immunosuppressed, sick animals that we consume and then we get their, you know, the diseases that they're dealing with. And, not, and again, it's not only this, the the um, uh, viruses, but again, all the other things, all the encephalitis, the the um, you know uh, the uh, uh, intestinal problems that come with ingesting animals, and uh, you know lung disease brain disease intestinal diseases etc 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 so this is not just infectious diseases we're dealing with we're dealing with so many other different um, maladies that come from torturing tortured animals
0: wow so and and i don't think people should think that oh this is a problem because the the markets in china are so filthy um all animal production in the U.S. Uh, is, you know, filthy. Uh, dairy farms are, are filthy. I mean, we, we allow uh, a certain amount of pus, uh, pus cells in in all cow's milk. Well, wouldn't pus indicate that there's an infection there and all, all the cows are sick and we're drinking their milk and eating their flesh?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, a good example, cow... Mad cow disease it, 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 that, I'd say that's a you know cows and cattle develop these diseases and they they get a neurodegenerative disease, and when we eat them, we get them, so I mean that has nothing to do the, with the Wuhan virus or any other virus that that uh, we, you know we've been dealing with in the last couple of years yeah they're they're more sensational. They're good rating for c n n to talk about, but at the end of the day, you know these mundane diseases like how mad cow disease are causing problems here in the United States as we speak
0: now people don't seem to know much about mad cow disease it doesn't seem doesn't seem that it gets reported or uh, you know, it's, it seems to be under the I radar want, I, of people i
1: I wonder why. <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: well, don't yeah, don't, don't causing, forget, the, what, the, one wonder out loud for people because this might be the first some people are hearing about the the threat of mad cow disease which we never hear about the uh Creutzfeldt-Jakob or the uh bovine spongiform encephalopathy. Um right? So uh what is it they're not testing they're not telling what, and 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 how does it show up in people like uh, uh is you know what uh, uh what might you think is mad cow in people but not necessarily like alzheimers would that be uh, dementia dementia exactly dementia
1: yeah so bovine spongiform encephalopathy known as mad cow disease is a, it's a neurodegenerative disease of cattle symptoms include abnormal behavior Trouble walking, weight loss. I wonder is our our presumptive Democratic uh, president to be <laughs> uh, suffering from this? Who knows? You know, oh. Biden seems to be having problems with abnormal behavior, lashing out at, p- at people, and forgetting where he is and all that. So you wonder if that could be what's causing his problem. You know, wow. just just speculating. Just speculating. I'm not, you know. I'm not calling I'm not saying that's what is going on with him but but I you know these are
0: but, but he is showing strange behavior I mean like you say he is lashing out and and really I mean people are talking about it openly uh and may, maybe not in the mainstream media but all over YouTube and everywhere that uh he's having yeah. cognitive yeah. uh, dysfunction and yeah. you know I mean he he is doing things that yeah, and and you're saying, well, maybe it is mad cow disease. Who knows?
1: Right? Yeah, who knows exactly? Because it, it it is a form of dementia, and until he's you know it's properly diagnosed, you can't tell. But uh, um, you know, when human beings start eating contaminated brains, spinal cords, or digestive tract uh, food, you know, uh, meat from the animals, you know, they 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 risk uh, getting the disease
0: right and there's and, mad and cow it's, disease it's, there's it's, mad uh elk disease i mean it's spread out among other species also so hunters going out there and eating deer or elk uh, might be subjecting themselves to to that also
1: that's yeah it's possible but you know it's the manifestation is dementia of some sort or the other and um you know and there, there's a no, lot of
0: dementia. There's me. a lot of dementia in our society, so yeah, that's yeah. Pretty, pretty amazing. I, I also hear that very often present in cows' milk would be uh, leukemia and tuberculosis. I wonder if those translate uh, into human forms of those diseases too.
1: And they can absolutely, so, I, uh, absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, we're 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 dealing with a. <coughs>
0: A lot
1: of a lot of issues that that are are you know under the radar for obvious reasons you know when you have a very powerful dairy and uh, meat industry that um, has connections with the powers to be of course everything can be you know um, ignored or shut down or you know under the radar.
0: And then there are also what, like the the food poisonings, like the listerias of the world, and the salmonellas, the egg industry known for that. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. All all of those are you know common problems that that are related to animals. You know, like I said, seventy five percent of infectious diseases are related to animal. You know, either handling animals or eating them.
0: Wow, that is so amazing. I mean, we can, I don't think we can emphasize enough right now the the need to go vegan. I mean, the the imperative. It's it's so and and, and it, you know in in terms of uh, well we need to fear now the the virus that we can't see on a microscopic level and also climate change on the macro level caused by the same thing eating meat, dairy, fish, and eggs, animal agriculture. The number one cause of climate change and you know deforestation and resource depletion water scarcity it's like everything that's wrong with the world um, comes from eating meat dairy fish and eggs and it would seem that if we'd like to just correct everything we do have a single solution which is to go vegan and you know um, you and I being good friends going back many years we talk a lot. And I know that you were talking about seeing some things around the planet that looked like, you know, when, when our um, human activities are down right now, what are the the skies over China are clear for the first time or dolphins are frolicking in the canals of Venice, like, uh, like the, it's almost like the, the climate and environment are, are, are recovering just from this, this little break we're having.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know how how true it is. There have there've been some some uh people's, you know, said that, you know, all of that stuff is not not true and so I don't know how much how much of it is true, but I have seen I have seen videos of an Italian guy um playing around with a dolphin that was in the, you know, around the uh, around Venice uh and um and uh deers and other other animals that have um gone into cities in japan that you know are abandoned, so you know how how much of it is true i don't know uh, and then like you said um uh, f- satellite photos of uh, over china uh that shows that in in, in january there were It was a a yellowish haze, a reddish yellowish haze over northern China and parts of uh, Hong Kong uh, that in February was taken again and it had cleared up. So, you know, even if even if these things aren't true, I truly believe that uh, these kind of changes would happen if human beings would give the planet and animals a break. And uh, we're not. We're intensely, you know, uh, attacking our planet and 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 torturing animals, animals, and and you know, um, taking over their habitats. And they, they, you know, these animals. When when you do give them a break, they they come back. They come back and they start flourishing. So, whether what we've been been seeing and hearing about is true or not, it doesn't matter because I truly believe that. That would actually happen, but I do believe some of these things are happening. And imagine in a couple of weeks to see these kind of changes uh, is amazing. And and it kind of you know in in a way it gives me hope that if for some for some reason you know human 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 activity is reduced, whether you know forcibly by nature or otherwise that, you know, nature and animals would recover, would recover, ni- recover nicely and would do well. And I hope that's the case if uh, we become history.
0: Yeah, or if we go vegan, um, right? That's the other solution We you know, uh, extinction or vegan, uh, uh, you know. I mean, I could either try to encourage people to eat more meat so that we accelerate the rate of uh, extinction or <laughs> uh, or uh, encourage people to go vegan, and there was a very interesting study out of Oxford University uh, from joseph Poor, and he contends that if uh, we were to go vegan, if the human population went vegan that Um, We would reduce the farmland that we're currently using by 75% and could still feed the entire human population on the 25% remaining. And that we would free land the size of Africa for um, species recovery and reforestation, um, which is pretty amazing it, it, it just shows it, it just shows how eating meat dairy fish and eggs abusing animals eating their flesh and their secretions is the most destructive force on the planet the worst thing we can do and the best thing we can do is to go vegan and it's a it's a collective thing we all have to do it which is which is kind of great we all have the solution right here today um on our plates we don't have to have Government do anything, politicians, corporations, environmental groups, all of whom will never do the right thing. Even those who claim that they are they oppose climate change come up with solutions that won't work. I mean, a, a, a green New Deal, or um, which I presume is meant to be an alternative energy infrastructure, would take twenty years and thirty trillion dollars, and so that we can't afford either of those 20 years how how many pandemics will there be in 20 years if we don't stop eating meat dairy fish and eggs now and that's we have to really uh embrace that idea and let everybody know that there is a solution for this um and you know i don't know why why people demean it so much it's uh it's it also reverses you know I mean if you care about your family it's, it's it seems to be the only thing to reverse a lot of the uh, degenerative diseases that that we're facing the heart disease cancer stroke diabetes it seems it seems that it solves everything this one little action that we can take uh, meaning like let's let's be the herbivores that we are let's be the vegans that we are and problem solves so. Um, and unless we do that, like you say, I mean, that's the most dire warning uh, I I could imagine is what, is what you're uh, giving us today. Well, you know, I, I have a different take on that.
1: Uh, I, I do agree that uh, going vegan or, you know, plant-based or whatever you want to call it would be a major, major improvement, but... I, I also believe that the Green Deal is is worth pursuing as a project because, you know, I, you know, I, I and we've discussed this in the past and I kind of differ uh, from your perspective as far as veganism being the solution for everything. I, I don't see it that way. I do believe that it's a major uh necessity to to go vegan and it would solve a lot of the issues but you know still uh and and you know uh industrialization and the use of uh uh coal and and fossil fuels is a major issue that has to be dealt with and the green deal would be a uh, a good solution and yeah it may it may take time and I don't have an issue with that, but meanwhile, if we can go vegan, that would help. But unfortunately, uh, realistically speaking, I can't. I cannot see a whole planet of people uh, going vegan at this time. So it needs. It needs to be a combination of pushing veganism and and you know encouraging people to go vegan, and at the same time. Um, Curtailing the activities of industrialization, somehow or at least modifying well, the way well, also
0: going that, vegan curtails industrialization too. I mean, in the sense of how much. Yeah, energy. yes, it does, it does, and I I do agree. But
1: I still, you know, you, you still have um, if you're still driving, you know, it, you know, it has nothing to do with veganism. If you're driving, you're using you're using uh, uh, fuel. And you need fossil fuels to, to you know, you know, to run industries and to run trans, you know, to to run tr- everything related to transportation. And that part of it, uh, you can't fix by by just going uh, by eating animal. Uh, I mean, plants plants only. So I, I think a combination of pushing for veganism and not eating animals with uh, you know, uh, promoting uh, 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 the Green Deal is a good good way to go. I mean, to me, to me, that's that's the how I see it.
0: All right, and I I uh, continue to see it diff- differently, even after what you just said. Based on, um, and and there's some inf- very interesting information from uh, Dr. Uh, Silesh Rao of uh, Climate Healers. a uh, Very interesting study that really puts the blame. Um, mostly on land use so and and the deforestation and the release of uh carbon through um land use and so even if we ended fossil fuels tomorrow all fossil fuels ended tomorrow there are still um the advantages that that come with removing billions and billions of tons of carbon from the atmosphere every year by the land use which is the land is only freed by going vegan well only uh if we were to go vegan would we have land the size of africa or the the us plus europe uh plus australia plus china combined that would allow for the um reforestation uh and and species recovery that uh and Goodland and Anhang uh, basically said the same thing. It's it's the the uh, only action before it's too late. Now while we're going vegan and saving the planet, okay, let's try to do all those other things. Let's uh, recycle the the wrapper from your uh, Oscar Mayer wieners or whatever it might be. But um, the only thing that that seems to put us on the on the fast track um, is going vegan. And again an alternative energy infrastructure 20 years 30 trillion dollars how practical is it is it going to get passed by congress is it uh, and, and then what kind of corruption happens in that process where you know you have your buddies but, with but, the company that uh, doing the windmill company or whatever but, you know so. but but
1: but but you know uh, okay if you're talking about practicality how practical? How practical is to, to 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 think that you can change seven billion people uh, from eating, you know, meat to eating uh, plant-based foods? In in you know, I'm not we're not, we're not talking about America where vegan foods are available and are easy to, to get. I mean, I'm talking about countries in Africa, uh, countries uh, you know islanders where their source of uh food is basically sea sea animals you know when you, if you're talking about practicality uh saying that you can go vegan in the next couple of weeks is not practical so a combination combination of working towards veganism and towards eliminating fossil fuels as a source of energy is more practical you know so let's be real i mean you know I, I come from the you know the developing world, and I deal with people who, if I say, let you know, you know, let's go vegan, they think I'm from another planet. You know, so so you know for you know you can you, you can push and agitate for veganism in, in the United States, and and and, and yes, we should, uh, but in other other parts of the world. It is not that easy, it is not that practical,
0: yeah, but and, the, the people who are eating fish on a certain island or whatever are probably aren't using up a lot of fossil fuels either, right, so I mean so yeah, uh,
1: it may be, but but they're not stopping, they're not going to stop their main source of livelihood is is uh, are our animals, you know, and so how do you stop them from you know from? eating and selling animals uh sea sea animals to survive
0: so well, these are i, I think the, i think this the sea, <laughs> the, the, the sea will stop them uh also because uh uh you know the the fish are uh disappearing and uh you know so i would say that we uh we get them take out we'll, we'll 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 uh get the military and the uh we'll, we'll have uh solar powered planes and we'll bring over uh takeout from vegan restaurants all around the world so we'll, that's, we'll oh, that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, if,
1: if that's your solution then good luck. That, but, but these are these are that these are these are real world problems that you cannot ignore and you have to deal with with if you're talking about making this planet sustainable for everybody yeah, but so, but again same, I, I
0: see those those you know, like you're saying an island nation they're depending on on fish or whatever um, that's that's not probably a, again a highly industrialized situation so um, it may
1: not be it may not be, but at the end of the day saying that veganism is a solution for everything is not realistic that 's what I'm saying you know trying to to, to, to you know, shooting for a vegan world, yes, absolutely, but ignoring the fact that other issues have to be dealt with, like like fossil fuels and, and creating a green economy, that is real, and it should be pursued alongside pushing for a vegan world. That's what I'm saying.
0: Well, so that's, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I think that's, that's fine to go for those other things, but again if, if we look at the timetable that were given by uh uh world bank climate specialists and uh nasa and you know, all the, the scientific community um they seem to be saying that going vegan is the only solution before it's too late we get the the fastest results from going vegan um you know if we want to stop mass extinction uh habitat destruction, all of those are um addressed by by going vegan, and then you know we can figure out the other stuff that would probably mess up anyway because i I just don't trust the system that would administer a green new deal, seeing how incompetent uh, bureaucracy and governments can be. I wouldn't trust that, but if we're told that if we were to go vegan, we uh, free land the size of Africa for reforestation and uh, species recovery, uh, that's uh, something we all can do. Um, as far as you know, the Green New Deal and, and addressing fossil fuels and all of that, it's very hard to get corporations and governments to <laughs> to stop doing. You know, know,
1: but, you know, what is even harder is telling people not not in the United States, even though I I think 80 percent. Well, let let me not put a number on it, but uh, a a huge swath of American society would uh, would would laugh at you if you said by going vegan, we can solve all the problems of climate change. They half of the U.S population doesn't even believe in climate change to be to begin with so you know and then if you go to you know uh, uh developing countries and if you talked about veganism they think you're you're from outer space so what i'm saying is it is not that easy or it doesn't it may seem easy uh to to get veganism as a way to deal with climate change as opposed to uh, governments dealing with uh, you know the a green deal and you know talking about the corruption and all that. It is not that easy, uh, Bob. I, I'm sorry. I, I well, of
0: course it's not easy I, because I look at what, this. It, it's. Of course it's not easy because look at what people have been doing all along. They're they're eating they're eating bats and cats in uh, you know in in, in yeah, China. And, it, but, and, and that's what I'm saying. But there That's are but there are 50 million vegans in China now, and people people don't know. That's the whole thing. That what's important is the education about this. Nobody knows that animal agriculture is the number one cause of climate change, responsible for at least 51 percent of human-generated greenhouse gas emissions. Nobody knows that. But you know, at least uh, the response. I think our Obligation, or my moral obligation is to try to let as many people know as possible because, I mean, veganism is skyrocketing. I mean, now, you know, we went from 1% of the U.S. population to supposedly 6%, and that was just a few years ago. Who knows? We might be at 8 9%. So what could that mean? 15, 20 million vegans in the U.S.? I mean, so we have... A, a very uh, large uh, population base from which new vegans can come, you know, and uh, look at Europe, I mean, how it's increasing there. So if, if the industrialized developed parts of the world were to go vegan first, um, that, that, that couldn't hurt. And, and the truth, like maybe, maybe they, they'd be laughing at me um, suggesting it, but Um, I wouldn't know that they're laughing because they have a mask over their face because of uh, eating meat, dairy, fish and eggs, you know, so um, maybe people will be more open to things when they hear, like you say, 75 percent of these diseases uh, related to to, uh, consumption of animals. I mean, you know, so people don't know this. They think, oh, well. You know, I get my protein from you know a hamburger or whatever. They they don't know about MedCap. They they don't know. They're in the dark on all of this. So I say this is our best chance to to give it a try. Because if no. if right, if we don't go vegan, well, look at what you predicted as a result if we don't go vegan. I you know?
1: I, I agree. I I have no problems pushing for and trying to get people to go vegan vegan! I don't have an issue with that, but what I'm saying is, you know, thinking that um, you know it would take forever to 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 get a green deal working for the planet because of the corruption and and the the slow actions of governments.
0: Well, even without that, than, it, even without that, yeah. they say twenty years and thirty trillion dollars to, to. Yeah, and, to.
1: and and and
0: and you know
1: comparing that to getting people to go vegan i think the time the time horizon is about the same because you're not going to get people switching from animal based foods to plant based foods because you're telling them of the logic behind why they should go vegan in a planet that is that is addicted to meat uh, now, now, does that mean we stop doing it? No, we should push for it. We should try. We should te- teach people. We should l- let them know and do the best we can. But approaching it from, you know, trying to push for a green deal so that fossil fuel and economies sh- switch from, you know, the kind of economies that are depending on fossil fuel and coal to, you know, wind. Wind and and uh, you know and uh, other methods of uh, clean energy is as imp- as important as pushing for veganism in a world that is addicted to animals uh, eating animals. That's what I'm saying. So I, I, I need I you know living in, in two you know two different worlds. One the you know so-called civilized uh, first world countries like the United States where I live and having been born and partly raised in, 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 uh, you know, a, de- a developing country like Ethiopia and ha- having dealt with people who uh, eat meat day in, day out and dealing with trying to convert them to people who don't eat animals. It isn't as easy as you think it is. That's what I'm trying to say. And this, this, you can multiply this to, you know, every African country, uh, every Asian country, every Latin American country. So if you think you can change people to being vegan uh, in less time than it would take to to get the Green Deal done, then, you know, you no, know, I'm sorry. I,
0: I, I don't I don't agree. Well, we'll just have to agree to disagree there, because I think that that's yeah. our, that's our real hope, because, I mean, look at what you get from um like let's say uh, our most uh, environmentally conscious uh, politician perhaps bernie sanders he talks about carbon trading carbon taxes uh i mean you know the the, the uh, paris accord uh that required nothing of of anybody i mean i i just don't think i don't think that that's uh practical um at all, because they're they're we we have environmental groups who don't even talk about going vegan. everybody's off protesting a pipeline that hasn't been built yet. you know I mean so um so I'm gonna put my my money uh if I had any on on the going vegan part of saving the planet um and again. The, the results that happen so quickly from going vegan um, in terms of, uh, and it is, it is land use that is most critical, more, more critical than if we gave up fossil fuels tomorrow, that won't remove uh, all the uh, billions of tons of carbon in the atmosphere that, that going vegan would by freeing up the land. And it looks like, uh, you know, the Earth is willing to recover pretty quickly, based on clear skies over China now and dolphins in the canals of Venice. So um, I, I just don't. Uh, I, I have less faith in people actually coming through with a, a green new deal <laughs> than uh, than going vegan. That's uh, that's my thing. And then you know, and in, in you're saying in the developed world, how much car you know. how the fossil fuels used in the developing world are so much less than in the developed world at this point, right? Wouldn't you say? In in Ethiopia, uh, you're you're. I mean, like uh, the yeah ha- yeah.
1: You're right, but 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 you know the the you know think of you know uh, look at China, look at Ind- uh, India. The, those are the big ones that are causing a lot of damage, and and they are they are even though you know you know at least China is at this point I could I would think they are developed but you know they can be they can still be considered as developing because they're still trying to get to that point where they're um, they're like the United States like European countries. And every country on the planet is aspiring to be like the United States, to be like England and Germany and France and so on and so forth. So their their whole um, goal is to increase production in any way possible to reach to that level of the United States. And what that means is you know, industrialization, uh, increasing fossil fuel usage, uh, whatever is needed, and converting them from using fossil fuels to using uh, green energy would be a huge plus for the planet and has nothing to do with animals. You know, does that mean that the animal part of it is not important? I do not have any issues with anything that you said as far as you know, um, making land available and and having more trees so that they can, you know, they can sequester the carbon and 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 so on and so forth. So I have no problems with that. But 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 we cannot ignore the 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 fact that a lot of countries are aspiring to be a first world country and they're doing everything under their power to increase you know fossil fuel usage or usage of detrimental energy sources to get to where the united states is to get where to where germany and france are
0: well that and that would be great if if they were to use greener energy and all but I, what i'm saying is a a conversion from uh, the fossil fuel infrastructure we have to alternative energy infrastructure is, is practically impossible. But if you're at some, you know, starting points along the... It, the, it is the, not the, impossible. Germany, Germany is already
1: heading in that direction. I think what so a, a huge percentage of their, you know, their energy source is being converted into green energy. So, no, I do not agree with you. There are a lot of countries that are seeing the use of going green. So, yes, there are, there, there, you know, if encouraged and given the right, you know, um, support, organizations and companies that are promoting uh, green energy can succeed. I think, I honestly believe it's much easier than converting every jackass on this planet to uh uh, to go vegan, it is much easier, much harder to get people to change their, uh, you know, consumption habits from animals to plant-based, as compared to getting governments like like, like Germany and and the uh, Scandinavian countries who are beginning to see the light and are trying to turn uh, their economies green. So look into the German, you know, what the Germans are doing.
0: They are changing and, and, and i'm I'm hoping that you know very very often uh nuclear is uh is considered green in in the equation no I don't no, know. no.
1: Germany, germany is not you know germany is not talking about green. you know when i was, when I went to Sweden, going from Denmark to sweden I, you know I, I took a train and it was a two hour train and the whole time I was seeing windmills. All over uh you know uh, the landscape uh, that you know it was just everywhere and and the Europeans, especially the you know the more enlightened ones, are understanding that you know energy not nuclear but wind and solar energy is the way to go
0: so yeah. I, I I don't know if I am I supposed to have concern for birds and windmills? Is, are windmills a uh, threat to birds and bird you populations? Know,
1: I I you know honestly I don't know the details of that, but I you know I'm just letting you know know that these are you know some of the things that that um, countries are doing to convert their their economies. And and to use energy uh, based on more cleaner ways of doing it. Now, okay, if windmills uh, affect you know bird migration and affects birds, then you know you stick with solar. I mean, I mean, I don't have any issue. I don't know. I don't know the details of it, but I I know that these economies are trying to convert to a, a cleaner, a, a more environmentally friendly way of of uh, you know of uh, generating energy and it cannot be ignored. It is part of the you know the strategy of making this planet more habitable. And just saying that veganism is the is the um you know the
0: uh the only solution, solution for before everything. it's too late. That's uh, I'm saying that that's the, I'm I'm only repeating uh, Dr. Robert Goodland and Jeff Anhang from the from the World okay. Bank. You know that's what okay. they're, the only solution before it's too late. That's the whole thing. The the before it's too late part is is kind of important. And then don't we see when when countries develop and the people uh, get wealthier, suddenly they're eating more meat. You know, I mean, then they're, uh with with the wealth comes the the, the more westernized diet that includes more, more meat. Yeah. Also. Yeah.
1: You're right. Yeah. And I agree with that, but, but try changing their minds. That's what, you know, I've been, well, we have all been, have to change our it, mind,
0: right? You, you weren't born vegan. I wasn't born vegan. Right. So we all yeah, have but, to change but our you, minds. But yeah,
1: but you and I had, you know, we, 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 we evolved to a, you know to another level, and we had sympathies towards animals. Now you know I, you know the Bob. What you have to understand is, you know, I have better insight into these things because I, I like I said, I straddle two two worlds, two continents, and I deal with people in in Africa, in Ethiopia, for example, and I know the mindset. I know how they see a the world and how they they view things when i talk about animals they think i'm from from mars you know and and so trying to change people's attitudes and belief systems especially when it's tied to their taste buds and and their you know their their enjoyment uh it it is not that easy it's it may seem easy uh we no, live I, in a country. I didn't country say it was easy. Spot.
0: I didn't say it was easy. Yeah, but...
1: yeah, it isn't. It isn't. And and the thing is, the other thing is, what you have to understand is, you know, there are a lot of places in in the world where eating, you know, plant-based foods is not as easy as it is as it sounds. Like in the United States, you can go, you know, in in the San Francisco area or in LA area, you can go you know have a wonderful um three course meal and beautiful desserts that all are, are all plant based but if you go to rural Ethiopia or or any other parts of uh, of Africa it isn't that easy it's it's not so having to change people to become plant based is not as easy as it sounds now should we Aim for that? Hell yes. Should be working, should we be working towards it? Of course. But to think that by turning the world vegan, uh, you know, can we solve the problems that you're talking about? Maybe. But to get there, it is going to take so much time that it, you know, everything that we're talking about is it's, 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 it's you know. It may be easier to have the u s government go green than to, to get the rest of the the world to become vegan. i am just telling you what i
0: see an animal activist you, you have oh, gosh i'm talking i sounded like joe biden just there just now you <laughs> well, I'm not going to talk about my hairy legs now, um, as Joe Biden would right at this moment. Oh, my gosh, that was so such a weird video um, and a funny song about it, too. I don't know, like a, just off the topic here, but uh, there is a viral video out there of Joe, Bi- uh, Joe Biden doing a talk and talking about his hairy legs. And then there was a spoof made, a, 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 a song made that's really hilarious there. But, um, so did you, were you, uh, you started a vegan society in Ethiopia, didn't you? Or you weren't you part of, uh, yes, I did. Okay. Somebody must be going vegan in Ethiopia there. Not everybody is laughing at you. What's going, who's going vegan? What, what are you seeing from like, so who's going vegan in Ethiopia then? Like, what, what are, you, are you getting any results? Is anybody going vegan there or? Yeah, the our vegans the vegans uh
1: website, the vegan society website, the Ethiopian Vegan Society website has ten thousand
0: thousand followers. Wow. Uh, That's great.
1: Uh yeah, so so um are there people that are uh you know going vegan in, in Ethiopia? Hell yes, but but keep in mind these are people who are already predisposed Predisposed you know, in, in what way? These ideas, yes. Well, you know, they they, they just have a natural inborn uh, compassion for animals. You know, if you take an average Ethiopian who has, you know, who's not dealt with animals, who doesn't care about animals, and you tell them to go vegan, they'll laugh at your face. But there are people like me, like you, you know, they say there are, what, 15% of any population empathic towards you know the suffering of others
0: right and, 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 and that percentage population,
1: keeps affecting okay. go ahead
0: sorry it keeps what oh that that population then keeps affecting others so yeah no and and and, and yes and yes so in 2014 uh, I, 2014 a, a study said that 1% of the U.S. population was vegan, and then in 2017, it was 6%. Um, I, I just had a long discussion with uh, Ping Lai, um, who is uh, working to, to help dogs in China right now, and she was saying that the the attitude is changing in China about animals, that animals, you know, were always just, you know... They they would have laughed at us, too, in China, you know, talking about the concern we have for animals. Yet China now has 50 million vegans. Now, that's not, not you know, considering the population of a billion and a half or whatever. Um, that may not seem like a lot, but, you know, it, it keeps growing. This This 50 billion affects a few more billion. And before you know it, uh we we're, we're, we're getting there it's a, it seems yeah. to be trending around the world it's uh you know i i i agree
1: with you i agree with you i'm not i'm not questioning that uh, what i'm saying is you know in any given population just just from the get go you have 10 15% whatever percentage you want to give it that are or that are naturally predisposed to to being compassionate towards animals and and you know and empathetic towards suffering of others. Now, those those ten or fifteen percent can then influence others. I, I'm not disagreeing with that, and that number can grow uh, by by you know just by you know uh, explaining and talking and and showing the suffering of others and and eliciting. Emotions that, you know, that will make these people more sensitive. But that process takes time. That's what I'm saying. It takes time because we are at a disadvantage because we're, we're, we're starting out with a very low number and trying to convince enough people to be uh, compassionate enough to change the dynamics of what's affecting our climate and our planet is it takes time and uh, a, a multi uh, you know a multitude of approaches is needed which includes in pushing for veganism includes uh, working on improving uh, uh, you know uh, eliminating fossil fuels and and creating a greener economy that multi-pronged approach, is a much better way of dealing with it instead of just saying that veganism is a solution for everything because it may be i'm not you know i'm not going to debate whether it is or not but if if that that's what you're you know
0: if I'm, that's I'm what saying, I'm believe, saying veganism believe, is a solution for climate change but also uh, deforestation desertification uh, water scarcity uh, resource depletion i mean it's it's just and and so you know maybe people don't have the concern for animals, but maybe now there are enough people around the world concerned about the environment and climate change and and we see that people also go vegan for reasons of health and uh, so uh, we have so many reasons for people to go vegan so i'm i'm taking not the uh, maybe not the multi-pronged approach although you know i'm all for i just uh, really i'm i'm all for alternative energy but i i have very little faith in that being uh, accomplished um but you know that for that we need government uh politicians corporations everybody i just don't see any agreement happening when with going vegan it's each individual can make the the decision it's kind of the uh, the collective effort and however many people But but, but
1: but my my point is this that, that this is where you and i disagree i you know what i'm saying is it is not as easy as you make it sound that, you know, people, if they just went vegan, all of these solutions, you know, all of these issues would take care of themselves. Maybe they would, but people will not go vegan because they're they're worried about the climate or they're worried about health or they're worried about animals. They will continue eating uh, animals, whether you die of heart disease or whether you know you're gonna have a, a tsunami wiping you off the planet in the next year or two. Because that's how we are. That's now should we not change their minds? Hell yes, I agree. It is as hard to get those people to change as it is to governments uh, you know the government's position on you know, going green—that's what I'm make. I'm not disagreeing with you that you know, pushing you,
0: that,
1: solve a you, lot of the problems. You're, you're,
0: you're breaking up a little bit the
1: there. So. See if no, I, I'm not disagreeing with you that going vegan would solve a lot of the problems we're facing. But to think that. Let's go vegan and everything will take care of itself, and people will be will turn vegan because it's you know it's to their health benefits and and it'll make the climate the world be- a better place to be is not realistic. When half of the United States doesn't even believe in climate change, okay, half of the U.S. does not believe in climate change. If you tell somebody stop eating steak and 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 you know, pigs and and eat stop eating eggs and drinking milk because you're gonna affect the climate when they don't even believe in it to begin with. So, right, and I and mean, then the
0: the other half that believes in it isn't even approaching it from the right solution of going vegan. They don't even discuss it. Absolutely, it's, it's not on Bernie Sanders' exactly. plate or AOC. Exactly. AOC goes on a talk show and she's eating. Uh, Cow's milk ice cream. Talking about saving well, the environment. Well,
1: you just you just made my point. Then that's what I'm saying. That is exactly my point. So to think that you know you can convince people to to go vegan for the climate or for their own health, forget the animals. For for For, the, for you know for uh, their own health, is 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 not going to happen. And it's as much you have as much chance of.
0: Convince All right, then people go extinct. See if I care, right? Go extinct. <laughs> you know what? Uh, Joseph well, uh, Joseph Poor in his study from Oxford University said that the the only solution for mass extinction is is going vegan. So let's then let's 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 increase our animal consumption and just bring the extinction on more quickly. Bring on the next. Uh, the next uh, COVID nineteen, bring on COVID twenty, twenty two, and okay. twenty okay. three. So, so
1: I don't, I don't want to sound pessimistic. I don't want to sound negative, but you, you, you know, I don't. You didn't even ask me this, but I'm going to tell you honestly. I, I do believe that the human race will not uh, Im- do anything about you know improving the environment based on. You know, reducing or eliminating fossil fuels or nuclear nuclear energy or whatever, and they're not going to go vegan for the most part, and we will go extinct. You know, that's my my you know my final conclusion. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I, I don't. I, I, I can see that. I can see that. I mean, we're we're in the midst of a. Uh, we're in the midst of a mass extinction right now, and who's to say that our species survives? I mean, there are species going extinct every day, and uh, maybe we're next. May- maybe you know, maybe twenty twenty is the year. Maybe, maybe you're right that COVID twenty comes along, and there you go. Well, right?
1: well, you know, I, you know, my my prediction, and it's just my personal. You know, of course, my only view, and I'm just one person. You know, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't have any, any of this, but just my, my opinion. You know, we are one or two pandemics, or one or two climate uh, catastrophes away from extinction. You know, that's just that's the way. Because I don't think, based on my understanding of human behavior throughout you know the decades centuries uh up till now uh, we're an intelligent species but we're not we, we have no wis- wisdom and we are a super selfish uh, narcissistic egoistic you know uh species that will self destruct and and that, and that is what's going to happen so you can talk about you know, making the world vegan, good luck. Uh, uh, You may talk about improving, uh, you know, changing to a green uh, planet with, you know, wind and solar energy as the source of of energy. Good luck ain't going to happen. You know, Uh, it's just none of the economies, whether it's the U.S. or China, or India, or any of the other emerging powers, are going to change, um, you know, to towards a green deal, because they want to be the next U.S. They want to be the next the next superpower. They want to be the next nuclear power. They want this, that, and the other. And so none of this is going to work. And eventually, um, Mother Earth and nature will will make a decision. And she is giving us warning signs. I think this epidemic, this pandemic, which in in some ways is worse than the others, not in so much in its you know number of mortalities, but the ease with which it's being transmitted from from person to person and how quickly it's engulfing the whole planet and its you know fairly relatively high mortality rate. It is telling us that you know this is the this is a warning sign for you guys, and if you don't listen, the next pandemic or the one afterward will be a lot more severe, a lot more dangerous, where mortality rate will be a lot higher, and the ability for it to to be transmitted from from person to person will be a lot easier and so you know. I think that's either that's going to happen, or some catastrophe, a climate change catastrophe, will happen. Maybe not not you know in the next five, ten years, twenty years, but it will happen. I mean, they're just, they're saying now that uh, because of global warming, there are viruses that are being uh, you know that are that are being released from the permafrost. And into the environment, and these are viruses that have been around for fifteen twenty thousand years, and we have no immunity to them, and we don't know how severe they are and the combination of these viruses may may be the end of human life, so I mean that's my my view and i'm you know well,
0: so, I hate so what to be this pessimistic, is, what this is but saying to me is that. Um, I, I shouldn't stop eating chocolate cake and potato chips now, then, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know I wanted to cut down a little bit, but like, what's the point, right? So it's like, uh, all but, right, you know, I'm but, just gonna do more but, kale, but but, uh, but,
1: you know, but this just- is you know this is just one person's opinion. I mean, I am you know I, I'm just a I'm just a nobody. I'm, I'm not you know I I don't have any crystal ball, so. Whatever I'm saying may, you know, may be totally wrong, but just observing things and seeing the escalation that I'm seeing, um, and and just knowing, knowing that there are certain laws of, you know, the universe, karmic laws that that tell you that you cannot abuse, uh, you know, sentient beings that are no no less important. Or no, no more important than us, and and I, the way the way we treat them, the way we abuse them, the way we torture them, the way we 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 disfigure, disfigure them and and treat them horribly, is not going to have consequences. I, I I just don't believe it on on a spiritual level, and from a practical level, I'm seeing the effects of of you know climate change and how the the climate is changing and how. It's going to start causing and how we're seeing these pandemics becoming more and more severe. So if you have any common sense and any, you know, any logical thinking and critical thinking, you're going to figure out that this is eventually going to escalate to the point where, you know, here we are, a microscopic organism that that you can't see has put the whole planet down on on its knees, the whole fucking planet. I'm sorry, the whole planet. You know, every country is is you know is not only are 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 are, are we suffering suffering from you know the uh, uh, the medical meltdown that's going on, but the economic meltdown. And this is a microscopic organism that started what two months ago, and look at what it's done to the planet. That's mm-hmm. how that's how inconsequential and how how little we are are and we think we are such a big big deal and wait till the next or the second uh pandemic comes even worse or some cataclysmic uh environmental uh, uh disaster happens and you'll see how big a deal we are
0: yeah Life is uh, life is fragile on this little pebble in space. Yeah, and and we we've taken it for granted. We are we are the
1: you know we we, we are the pinnacles of uh, you know of of uh, you know of, of all living things, and we think we are invincible. Where we're not. We're part of the animal world. We're part of of this of nature. We're part of an interconnected web of life. And if we cannot understand this and and live in harmony with with other animals and with the planet and and respect the planet that we're on and and you know be thankful of what we've been given, then we we will be be eliminated. Nature will, will remove us. We are the virus now. You know, we're blaming we the coronavirus. But we are the virus of, of of the planet, and you know the planet will find a way to remove us. And I I hate to say that, but that's that's how I see it.
0: All right, I'm I'm, I'm getting out the chocolate cake right now. I'm not stopping. I'm not. <laughs> we talked. I was supposed to eat less chocolate cake. I I'm so upset that a really delicious chocolate cake. Fa- You know suddenly appeared at my supermarket now making it close nearby i mean i i try to eat healthy but like what what's what's the point now i'm just eating chocolate cake and potato chips from now on from what you said that's that's your effect on me today antenna so well i'm sorry
1: (laughs) sorry but you know i i i you know and you know the thing is since this coronavirus uh you know problem uh you know prior to this happening i was i was relatively pessimistic and i'm I'm like, you know life is tough, and life is this that and the other and once this this crap started i i for for reasons that i even i can can't explain I started becoming positive and i'm I'm looking at the brighter side of life and i'm I'm really trying to look to be wait as what what you posi-
0: just said was positive is that <laughs> no,
1: no, no, no 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 it wasn't i okay. i agree but what i'm saying is my in my personal life life you know just be, being positive as far as you know you know uh, living and and making a living living and working and and making money and and you know doing the things that that you know um that i need to do to survive i i was being positive even though even though it's a very it's a very pessimistic, uh, you know, situation we're in where, you know, I have a business, I have a private practice, and I don't have any more have any more patients coming in because they're scared to come and I don't blame them. And I'm scared to see them because they may have the coronavirus. And, you know, I'm an, I'm not a young person and I could get, die from this. So I don't want anybody coming to my clinic either. And if I don't see patients, I can't make money. If I can make money, I can't pay bills. So, but even with that i'm I'm trying to stay positive and so this is a you know this is something something new for me and so for me to say what I said on the, on your show today uh, is you know is is something that I profoundly believe in deep down in my heart and I don't enjoy saying it I don't want it to happen i i I want a world uh where there's compassion where there's love where you know all all beings are treated with decency and fairness, and and you know and 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 there's enough, enough uh, there's enough resources on the planet to make life, life bearable and wonderful, and you know uh, for all animals and all living things. There you know our our planet has has provided us with everything we need to make it a wonderful place to be in, but you know we as a species like i said we may be intelligent we may know how to go to the moon and create technical wonders but we have no wisdom we are we are selfish we're ignorant and we we don't care for others and we don't realize that you know the suffering of others will affect us no matter whether you're rich or poor or whatever and this stupid nasty virus is t- teaching us how vulnerable vulnerable we are we have one little virus that's affecting the poorest of the poor and it's affecting the rich prince charles of england is you know uh, is sick uh, tom hanks you know a multimillion millionaire you know actor is got the virus etc 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 so you know you realize that um we we're weren't are we are all interconnected as a species and we need to, you know, to be, to be compassionate, to care for each other and for the animals that, you know, are innocent beings that we are abusing and treating, mistreating. And, and, and their suffering is causing us suffering. And if we, if we can not make that connection, then we don't deserve to be part of this ecosystem.
0: That's right. Who would have ever expected we wouldn't have toilet paper? That's how bad it's gotten. Yeah. Ex- exactly. People you
1: you go on TV and you watch people fighting fighting over toilet paper. I mean, are really we've gotten to that point where in the United States of States of America, we're we're fighting over toilet paper, where governors and mayors are begging for ventilators to save people, where in Italy um you know doctors are make are are, are 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 have to make decisions to to, to let some people die because they can can they don't have the equipment to save them where the cdc in the united states are telling doctors and nurses to to wear bandanas uh, while they're uh, taking care of uh, these critically sick patients you know if i wear a, wore a bandana while i'm intubating somebody when I was in the ER a few years, a few years ago, I, you know, I would have lost my job, uh, you know, right there and then. But now the CDC is telling doc- doctors to wear bandanas because we don't have enough bandanas. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, protective gears to protect us. And this is this is the United States of America. This is not some banana republic we're talking about. This this is the U.S. The country that claims to be the best country on the planet, the richest, the the most advanced, the this, that, and the other, and yet, yet we can't take care of our our our, our 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 you know our our people, and yet Russia and China and Cuba, the bad guys, are going all over the world, in Italy and in Venezuela and all these other countries, and helping. People and providing uh, equipment and s- supplies and and helping these countries deal with this problem. You know, there's something to be said about that, about the weakness of of our system system, and and you know, the 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 arrogance that 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 pervades people in countries like the United States and other other countries, thinking that we are better than others and we we. We are a special a special group of people.
0: And that we're better than animals, too, uh, speciesists that we are. Of course. Human, of course. human supremacists of course. that we are. Of so. course.
1: It's a continuum. It's a continuum. It starts with, you know, I am the richest country. I am, you know, this geographic area. We're better than the guys next door. We are here in America. We're better than the Mexicans. We're better than... You know the uh, people in Asia and Africa, and then the continuum goes down. Or, and you know we're better than blacks, we're better than women, we're better than animals. It, it, it's, it's 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 you know it's the same crap. It's one group of people thinking they're better better than others, and that's what that's what all the isms are: racism, speciesism, sexism. It's the same the same underlying theme. Theme. It's one group of people thinking they're better than others. When if you look in, you know, in depth, they're no better than others.
0: And, and Day- Daisy and what, is saying nobody's better than she is either. That was, yeah. yeah Daisy.
1: And absolutely. Yeah. And, and look at, you know, look, look this is a good example. Look at what the coronavirus has done to expose us as a, as a nation. You know, we, we're, you know, we talk about how great we are and and we can't even take care of our own people while the russians and the chinese uh who are in cuba who are the bad people the communists are the useless they're nasty they're this they're they're that and yet the cuba which, which has been you know uh, you know uh, been sanctioned for for 30 or 40 years by by the united states a small little island they're going out to other countries and helping, uh, you know, uh, helping the countries fight this disease. You have uh, so-called communist China going to Africa and and providing masks and gowns and thousands and thousands of these uh, these uh, protective gears to uh, countries in Africa and in Italy, Russia. Uh, you know. Uh, Airplane loads of equipment going to Italy and helping. You know, so there is some. There, there should be some degree of introspection and, and humility, to and, and and to learn that we are all interconnected. And instead of blaming each other, we work together and help and help. You know, all humanity and also all of life, life in every every form, whether it's a it's a small rat. Uh, a small, you know, uh, a grasshopper, all the way to uh, to, uh, to human beings. All life matters. All life is equal. All life needs to be respected and treated with decency and and compassion.
0: Amen. Amen on that. Uh, uh, and I'm going to say that the uh, the way to do that is go vegan because I say the way to do everything is go vegan. So. Uh, okay okay well we I wouldn't got- we wouldn't be eating so so this one they say went from uh bats it was bat soup right in china uh, from bat soup to uh or uh, a or went to uh pangolins to humans and uh you know so you know if we the our, our compassion can start with our plate um and uh that we're not increasing increasing uh or, or creating any demand uh, for animals, who you know, I mean, there's no, there's no humane way to raise or imprison or mutilate or kill animals, and so again, I think uh, the, uh, the 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 greatest action toward that compassion and concern for others um, is to go vegan. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've, all right. Well, I've I, my... I I I love the new uh, optimistic you. I uh, I wouldn't bring back the old pessimistic you for anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what? I've said
1: my piece. I've said my piece. I've I, I've I've told you what I think, and that's that's all I can do. Uh, but 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 overall, I I do agree with you. I I think veganism is at the end of the day is the best way to to, to you know, to go to move forward. And I, I All just right, pray that there, there.
0: Well, now that I got you to say that, it only took me two hours to get that out of you. So Yeah, but uh. <laughs> yeah, but
1: you know, but but I I I I believed it from the from the beginning is don't get me wrong. I, I do agree with you, but I explained to you why, you know, there are reasons why, you know, there there are limitations to what you can do and what you can say, but but you know at the end of the day I do agree with you veganism is you know is is the way we need to go because it's it, at the end of the day the you know what is important to me as a human being is compassion and veganism is all about compassion that's all it is it's that that's it that's the that's the crux of what veganism is It's compassion so i like that how can i how can agreeing? i go against
0: that i'm i'm as you know, I'm with you on that. So, um, yep. and um, so, uh, I well, I guess you're not looking for any new patients right now or uh, at your practice, right? So, no, no,
1: actually, actually, I'm doing a, you know, I'm now, you know, I, you, you always, you know, in the, in the U.S., you always have to, you have to improvise and you have to reinvent yourself. So now I've, I've reinvented myself and I'm a tele, telecon uh, telemedicine doctor, so I I I consult, consult people online uh, on video conference oh. conferencing. So yes, so I'm I'm still and, and and I also see patients if 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 they make an appointment as long as they're not coughing and they don't have a fever. How <laughs> if they
0: have a mask I, and and, yeah, a has, and, and a hazmat suit? And, exactly, uh, I'll so, see So them. how can people uh, reach you as a tele uh, tele doctor? Tell a,
1: well they, they just they, they just they uh contact us at uh seven oh three nine nine two nine eight one five five or uh, email us at info at Zinnia, E S aesthetics, T H E T I C S dot com or they go to our website and make an appointment online and we'll contact them and we'll tell them how to connects with us via uh, you know the video conferencing uh at www.zinia z i n n i a aesthetics a e s t h e t i c s com
0: all right well you you have to be an optimist to think that people will re- remember how to spell all of that and get it all together but if the they website. just
1: yeah, if if they just if they just uh, Google Zinnia Z I N N I A aesthetics or Doctor Roba, they'll they'll find a way. They'll they'll find it.
0: Okay, Doctor Roba. It's Doctor Antenna A N T E N E H Roba R O B A. And so, just uh, give the uh, phone number and email one more time.
1: Seven o three nine nine two nine eight one five five or Info i n f o at zinnia z i n n i a and then one word aesthetics a e s t h e t i c s dot com.
0: Okay, well, see, uh, you you have you do have optimism about people that they can spell aesthetics. That's great. So that's, uh, <laughs> that shows true optimism. All right, Daisy saying I, it's... it. Like <laughs> go ahead this is the is this is the new
1: me me i'm predicting that all humanity will be will be extinct in uh, you know 20 30 40, 40 years whatever but i'm optimistic yeah
0: I, I i i love your new optimism that's great so uh uh and uh, i'll i'll start encouraging more uh, more meat dairy and egg consumption to to make sure that happens more quickly too. So. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> one yeah. way or the other this crap has to stop
0: <laughs> yes indeed so all right well we'll keep we'll keep working toward it so great talking to you again today and uh we'll uh, i'm sure we'll be talking again in the in the near future
1: and and thank you thank you for you know for tolerating me because i know you you didn't expect me to say what i said but uh i appreciate your 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 you know being uh decent and, and and you know going back and forth with me
0: well, with don't, respect don't worry and, I'll, and edit it, and, I'll, I'll edit it all out for the final show <laughs> <test. laughs> okay. okay no no I won't I, no I won't do that but uh, okay yeah. <laughs> it, you know but it'll but, all be there <laughs> okay
1: okay fair enough yeah. okay. okay thank you thank you so much for having me
0: okay thanks antenna, Dr. Robo we'll talk to you again soon okay 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 Thank mm-hmm. you. Radio with Bob Linden at goveganradio.com where you can make a tax-deductible donation to, uh, to feel good about life again, to support us in our efforts to educate the world on the uh, benefits of going vegan for the animals, for your health, for the environment. And uh, we are properly isolated and socially distant. Um, I've been socially distant for a long time. Uh, For years, looking for an excuse to wear uh, a mask and gloves into a store. Uh, People who know me uh, know that I've been, I'm always way ahead of my time. I was a germaphobe. I haven't touched a bathroom doorknob probably since childhood. Um, And you get into very interesting yoga positions to avoid touching yucky things in public. I never really liked shaking hands. I did it. And then, you know, had to hide that I was putting hand sanitizer on, you know, right after shaking hands. Um, So, yeah, I may not have toilet paper, but I have hand sanitizer because, well, that's been a habit of mine for forever. Why do I want to shake somebody's hand who, you know, just touched a hamburger or, you know, chicken wing or, you know, splashed milk? This is just gross. So, um yeah, I've been looking for an excuse to wear gloves masks and masks uh, and, and, you know, just shower and hand sanitizer uh, for forever. Uh, I didn't want it to, you know, be these circumstances that made it happen. But, you know, ma- maybe now nobody'll, nobody anywhere will want to shake hands, right? So, you um, know, nobody anywhere should really want to eat meat, dairy, fish or eggs. Uh, we can't really afford that luxury anymore in terms of health care. And in terms of, uh, the environment, um, you know, this is really a distraction. I do like to devote a lot of time, uh, war- you know, spreading fear about, uh, climate crisis, climate change, uh, again, um, all of that based in consumption of meat, dairy, fish, and eggs, as I've mentioned, uh, a gazillion times on this show, um, that Goodland and Anhang, the climate specialist for the World Bank, estimated that animal agriculture is the number one cause of climate change, responsible for at least 51 percent of all greenhouse gas emissions, and um, and they say that the only way, uh, the only solution for climate change and climate crisis is a population shift to vegan. That's the only solution before it's too late. And we know that uh, an alternative energy infrastructure would take up to 20 years and $30 trillion, um, which uh, we don't have the time. We don't have the money. All the trillions of dollars have to go to bail out corporations now and then put a little money into your bank account too. So um, so that you can make a donation to Go Vegan Radio and support your local uh, vegan restaurant. We would greatly appreciate that. It's interesting that uh, Goodland and Anhang um, estimated that animal agriculture is responsible for at least 51% of human-caused greenhouse gas emissions. And uh, some very interesting work and analysis from Dr. Shailesh Rao of climate healers his estimate is 87% and he has a very interesting white paper on uh, you know how animal agriculture is the primary cause of climate change and uh, some very interesting perspectives regarding well for example uh, land use I mean really if we ended um if we ended fossil fuel use tomorrow, um, and continued to eat meat, dairy, fish, and eggs, we'd still be in a whole lot of trouble related to the climate. And I'm going to invite Dr. Rao to be on the show, you know, within the near future. And we'll get into a really good discussion on, on, uh, climate crisis. Um, but, uh, in the past, you know, and, and I'm just practicing again, because, uh, Like, you know, we are saying that someday, well, the coronavirus uh, pandemic hysteria will be behind us, and it'll be time for uh, more hysteria about climate crisis. But uh, we're not just about hysteria here. Uh, We are about solutions. Since Going Vegan is the only solution, and this show is Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden, well, we can concentrate on solutions here. We don't have to be distracted with uh, Green New Deals and, uh, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it would be nice to work toward uh, other uh, positive environmental um, actions. But, you know, marching, getting together and marching or, uh, you know, protesting, uh, you know, a pipeline that hasn't been built yet. I mean, all, all of that, all of those are distractions from the one and only solution, which is going vegan. And uh, let me let me practice my my uh, you know climate solution um, rhetoric here on the show for a moment. Um, and also, by the way, uh, in a few moments, I'll get into uh, that new uh, hot new conspiracy theory that 5G telecommunications um, would be related to the coronavirus in some way. And you see Woody Harrelson raising questions about it. Other celebrities, what's up with that? Well, give me a few moments here, but I I want I, wa- I want to remember, you know, go back to the good old days when I just basically. Um, you know, didn't have to deal with coronavirus and dealt with the environment. So, Joseph Poor, who was a guest on our show, so you can go to goveganradio.com and the archives and look for Joseph P O O R E. Um, he was the lead researcher in a study reducing foods' environmental impacts through producers and consumers, and uh, that was published in Science. And uh, what Joseph Poor said is in that study he said moving from current diets to a diet that excludes animal products has transformative potential reducing foods land use by 76 percent about three billion hectares Um, uh, is that not amazing that uh, we we could uh, reduce land use by 76 percent and still feed the human population um, if we uh, as Joseph uh, said uh, reducing foods uh, land use by 76% greenhouse gas emissions by up to 7.4 billion metric tons um, which is about a 50% reduction um, uh, Reduce acidification and uh, eutrophication by about 50%, scarcity weighted fresh water withdrawals by about 20%, um, and the land no longer required for food production could remove 8.1 billion metric tons of CO2 from the atmosphere each year for 100 years. As uh, natural vegetation reestablishes, uh, uh, um, yeah, re- reestablishes uh, uh, soil carbon, um, and soil carbon uh, reaccumulates. Uh, and Joseph Poor said that in the U.S., where per capita meat consumption is three times the global average, dietary change, meaning going vegan, has the potential for a greater effect on food's uh, different uh, emissions from uh, 61% to up to 73% so that's uh, if, if the us were to go vegan if people you know had enough of these diseases you know like coronavirus caused by consuming you know meat dairy fish and eggs all the other diseases, uh, when when people had enough of it, when people, you know, finally get serious about climate change in the U.S. and we go vegan, so our effect will be reducing emissions um, up to 73%. So that's pretty amazing. And also, dogs and cats don't need to consume meat either. In fact, uh, we talked about a study on... Our past two episodes here about um, a study showing that vegan cats actually are healthier than cats who are eating meat and in terms of longevity they uh, live about the same amount of time so um, I would say get your vegan dog and cat food from evolution a big shout out to Eric Weissman um, and Lynn Weissman Uh, evolution vegan dog and cat food is a family-owned business around for uh, 30 years now not one product recall Um, Daisy loves evolution Um, you know and and it's for all stages of life Um, there's a new organic line no chemical preservatives or mold inhibitors which are uh, deemed carcinogenic First time customers get a discount if you order on the first Wednesday of the month. In fact, um I would say that uh kind hearted Eric Weisman, if if you are having financial difficulties right now, um give him a call. Give him a call, see what you can work out. I mean he uh you know he's he's very sympathetic. Um and uh you know the dogs and cats in your family have to eat. So the phone number is six five one 492 2190 651 492 2190 um you can also talk to him he he's been looking into a uh, a supplement regimen like you know vitamin c and d and calcium magnesium and uh etc and uh is interested in talking to people about what he's learned um and he also has special formulations for health issues that, uh, your dogs and cats may be suffering. So, oh, and, and to order online, you go to petfoodshop.com, petfoodshop.com. And again, the number, um, 651-492-2190, 651-492-2190, evolution, vegan dog and cat food. Okay. So, uh, the latest accusations, uh, of, um, conspiracy theory conspiracy theory um, now uh you know uh, being advanced by Woody Harrelson and other celebrities that there may be a five g connection to the uh, Wuhan uh, uh, coronavirus covid nineteen is that possible or is it just these conspiracy theorists again huh so Um, I thought, you know, hey, Woody's, Woody's a great vegan. Um, he wouldn't be raising the issue if maybe there weren't some reason to look into what's happening. So, um, I, uh, came across somebody named Paul Doyon, D-O-Y-O-N. I hope I'm, uh, pronouncing it correctly. Uh, he's with the, uh, Building Biology Institute and, um, is involved with a a website which is emf refugee um electromagnetic frequency is that okay so if uh if i go to that website which is emf uh refugee now the first thing i see there is at the top of the page the microwave factor and it says, microwave and other forms of electromagnetic radiation are major, but uh, conveniently uh, disregarded, ignored, and overlooked factors in many modern unexplained disease states. Insomnia, anxiety, vision problems, swollen lymph, headaches, extreme thirst, Night sweats, fatigue, memory and concentration problems, muscle pain, weakened immunity, weakened immunity, weakened immunity, um, allergies, heart problems, and intestinal disturbances are all symptoms found in a disease process the Russians described in the 70s as microwave sickness. And then on the website here, I see it says, The Emperor's New Virus, COVID-5G. Hmm. And this is written by Paul Doyon, D-O-Y-O-N. So, I have to scroll here a little bit. Here, he says, My heart goes out to China and the rest of the world now and to all its people who have suffered so much uh, due to this new novel Wuhan uh, coronavirus outbreak, COVID-19. However, as someone who had the experience of becoming very sick and having his immune system break down and was sick for six months looking for answers Before even suspecting that uh, living in close vicinity to several cell phone towers was what was actually causing the problem and making him sick, I feel I cannot in good conscience remain silent and I strongly suspect that China and the rest of the world are looking under the wrong stone for what is actually the problem here. At the moment, with 10,000 recently installed 5G antennas, uh, plastering the city of Wuhan uh, is probably one of the most 5G. Wuhan is probably one of the most 5G electro-polluted cities on the planet. Let's see here. Uh, Respected scientists, researchers, doctors, and activists have been for over 40 years warning us about the dangers of wireless radiation and electromagnetic fields. So I guess when I said EMF refugee, it was EMF uh, electromagnetic fields. Maybe not frequency, what I said there. Um, In 1977, the reporter... Paul Brodeur published a book called The Zapping of America. Anyway, so um, Paul Dion goes uh, goes on to mention a number of books and uh, uh, talks about studies related to the connection here. Um, I'm going to scroll down a little bit. See, whoops, lost my screen, come back. Let's see, 5G warnings. With the coming advent of the uh, newest in wireless technology, 5G, uh, 5G, numerous researchers, doctors, and professional and activist organizations have been uh, administering health warnings regarding its coming. Okay, then there are some videos on the site. Warnings have fallen on deaf ears, unfortunately, for the majority of uh, the population, these warnings have fallen on deaf ears with the seemingly widely held view um, out there, uh, believing that 5G is the next best thing to, uh, you know, it goes on and on here a little bit about um, the acceptance of 5G. Okay see here uh, insomnia fatigue uh ringing in the ears nausea burning sensations and twitching muscles uh he's listing here some of these people talking about that let's see 5g and the coronavirus outbreak in china and around the world the recent covid 19 outbreak has stimulated mass fear and mass hysteria across the planet in spite of the fact that the majority of deaths and 99% of infections occurring within China, uh, mainly in the city of Wuhan itself, um, gosh, am I missing the sentence? Uh, in fact, uh, the, the highest number of coronavirus cases and deaths outside of China have been uh, in places already heavy into the implementation of 5G technology for example South Korea which has the largest number 75000 of 5G antennas outside China 100 China has 130000 um has had a uh, Present, uh, as of March 8th, when this article was written, 7,134 cases and 50 deaths. And Italy, which has been quick to uh, start uh, uh, trialing and implementing this 5G technology in uh, numerous cities and uh, provinces throughout the country, has had uh, at present... 5,883 cases and 233 deaths. 5G and COVID-19 in Italy. Accordingly, um, these articles and many articles are being cited in in this article from which I am reading here. So it says, uh, accordingly, these article, um, accordingly, these articles, uh, Italy has uh, started trialing. And implementing 5G technology in the following cities Rome, Milan, Naples, Florence, uh, is it Bologna? Um, Turin, Torino, Genova, Lucca, Verona, Liguria. Um, and imagine if I tried pronouncing uh, Chinese cities here, huh? Um, Port of Livorno. Uh, Prato, La Calia, uh, Bari, and uh, Matera. Um, in the online article Italian uh, Telos Get Ready to Reach More Cities with 5G in 2020, it is stated that Italian operators kicked off uh, commercial 5G offerings in parts of the country in parts of the country's uh, main cities during the second half of 2019 and have already announced plans to rapidly expand coverage during 2020. uh vodafone was the first operator to offer commercial 5g services in italy uh, the telco, uh, owned by UK, t- uh, telecommunications group, uh, Vodafone group launched the technology in the cities across, uh, the country in June, 2019. Um, uh, all right. So it goes on to, uh, okay. Talk about, uh, okay. All right. Well, it's pretty lengthy here. So, but, uh. Making connections with uh, 5G going into effect. Let's see. Then this article goes into 5G and COVID-19 in Iran. I won't get into that now because I'll I'll just go on to uh, let me go on to China here. Uh, if I can scroll down and get to it. Uh, I would say talk amongst yourselves, but you're probably alone right now. Isolated. Uh, it was, this was a pretty uh, pretty long article. Could scroll for a while here. All right. 5G and COVID-19 in China. At least 10,000 5G antennas or antennae. If we, I don't know. It says antennas. I'll go with what's written here. I'm quoting. 5G and COVID-19 in China, at least 10,000 5G antennas installed in Wuhan alone. Uh, Where it says, as a comparison, the USA only has approximately 10,000 5G antennas presently installed uh, throughout the whole country. So there are as many 5G towers in Wuhan as there are in the U.S. So back to this article here, it says Wuhan, one of the initial cities trialing 5G, trialing, you know, like putting it on trial, testing it, T-R-I-A-L-I-N-G. Wuhan, one of the initial cities trialing 5G. In fact, Wuhan was one of the initial 16 cities selected to trial 5G back in 2018. Uh, China Unicom will begin testing 5G network in 16 cities, including Beijing, uh, Tianjin, Qing... Okay, remember how I messed up uh, some of the Italian cities? Well... I'm not even going to try here but um okay many cities in China okay uh China Mobile China Mobile will conduct uh, external field tests and set up more than 100 5G base stations in each of the following five cities Hangzhou Shanghai Guangzhou and uh wuhan okay so wuhan was considered you know wuhan was one of those um first cities okay from the article am i making any sense here today Um uh, can i say i'm delirious from uh, uh, isolation from the article wuhan 5g industry development five china coordination three-wheel drive written in chinese Uh, should i just read you the whole article in chinese huh no okay Uh, let me see where i can latch on to this here written in chinese published october 11th 2019 it says it becomes clear that wuhan was in a race with other chinese cities to position itself at the forefront of 5G technology, and with approximately 10,000 5G antennas, is probably one of, if not the most, 5G-radiated city in China. At present, Wuhan is seizing major developmental opportunities in 5G commercialization with the construction of a national first-class 5G network as a guide with the development of a uh, national first class 5G industry um, as the main body. Wuhan City has fully implemented the Wuhan 5G base station planning and construction implementation plan with an extraordinary policy effort to guide and support Basic t- telecommunications companies and China Tower Corporation uh, to accelerate the construction of 5G networks. Uh, this year and next, Wuhan will build more than 20,000 5G base stations, um, uh, form a 5G basic network with uh, leading. Uh, Leading scale, first scale quality, and uh, strong demonstration to ensure full coverage of the 5G network in the city and be at the leading level among similar cities in the country. Finally, it was stated in an article uh, titled, 5G Network Coming to Wuhan, April 16, 2018, that uh, 3,000 macro base stations and 27,000 micro base stations would be soon constructed and that by 2020, the 5G network will cover every corner of the city and be uh, available at uh, at an affordable price. Uh, This (laughs) means... Is it that affordable? Uh, This means that there may, in fact, be a lot more than just 10,000 antennas in Wuhan, though 10,000 alone would make Wuhan one of the most 5G-concentrated cities in the world. Let me see if I can just go down. There was a summary down at the bottom you know, maybe I should be, uh, maybe I should be inviting, uh, Paul Doyan who, uh, put all of this information together here, but, uh, I am scrolling. While I'm scrolling, have I suggested to you that you could make a tax-deductible donation to support Go Vegan, Ro- uh, Go Vegan Radio? Go Vegan Rodeo? Well, that would be, uh, that would be animal-free. Um, That would be our first rodeo, but it wouldn't be our first rodeo protest. Um, This is a very, very long article. I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Um, So anyway, you can support the show with a tax-deductible donation. Click donate at goveganradio.com. And there's so many videos. This is a very extensive article. So uh, the people who are interested in 5G... And the possible connection to uh, possible uh, health issues and the coronavirus. Uh, I'm on uh, the EMF refugee website, scrolling forever. Uh, did I lose it? What happened here? What am I losing? Um, anyway, well what happened what happened here i don't know okay this is live podcast live podcast being recorded and i've lost my place uh (laughs) this goes on forever it's unbelievable one more try and if i don't because i have these i don't know there's a problem with some of the videos covering the text and I'm having a little trouble. I'm having scrolling problems. Apparently scrolling problems are caused by 5G. Well, this one is, obviously. And now why is the text a different color? Um, all right. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden. On Twitter at Radio going to give up in a second here. So many, uh, all right. This wouldn't, this, this wouldn't be like, this is, this is like Joe Biden doing a podcast right now, isn't it? Oh my God. Um, and, uh, I do have hairy legs. Okay. Anyway, uh, anyway, so, you get you get the gist of this, what I just said, because I'm gonna have to pick up on this again, maybe next week, because it's just uh, there's just so much information here related to uh, health issues and 5G um, that maybe it's something that should be investigated, or you know, at least we started. We started the investigation here today. Now, as you can see, there was a British telecom company involved with 5G, and so therefore we see that the the health ministry in uh, the UK um, is calling all of this uh, rubbish and nonsense. So if you translate that, uh, it means there's probably something to it. Um, And then uh, the UK is cracking down on media. I believe that there was a a radio station that was talking about 5G and the Wuhan uh, coronavirus. And uh, the UK is cracking down on that radio station. So, um, you know, the the value of freedom of speech, uh, you know, I mean, just so important. So, so important to protect the right, of uh, freedom of speech the constitutional right to free speech and that uh, uh we shouldn't be censored we shouldn't be censored by uh big telecom by government by uh youtube and twitter and facebook i mean we uh you know everybody's uh just saying how ridiculous woody harrelson is right now but is he on to something i don't know we're We're checking into it. Okay, so uh, that's probably about as much as you can uh, tolerate uh, me, even in isolation, looking for companionship. Uh, (laughs) I may have worn out my welcome here today. So um, I thank you for listening. And... um, Again, I invite you to support the program with a tax-deductible donation at GoVeganRadio.com. And please do support your local vegan restaurants, uh, wherever you may be. Get takeout from them or delivery. They need our help. Let's keep them in business. And uh, again, thanks for listening. We'll talk again soon.